Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Michael Mashey Show. Broadcasting from our studios on the beautiful island of Anguilla. Michael is the director of entertainment for the Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa in Anguilla and the owner of Michael Mashey Entertainment Agency, which has provided quality entertainment since 1985. To join the show live, call us at 516-418-5590. And now... Here's Michael Mashey. Yes, 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 and welcome to Michael Mashey Live. I am your host, Michael Mashey, and of course, I'm always joined by my brilliant producer, and my wife, Blanca Mashey, is here with us as well. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, and it is... Good uh, afternoon. uh, Yeah, good afternoon now. (laughs) Well, just turned, so we're both right. Uh, (laughs) Well, you know, it's uh, it's Wednesday. It is uh, May 25th. Yeah. That's correct. Wow, 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 wow. Time is flying. The month is flying by. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, before we start the show, we have a fantastic guest, uh, but I also want to mention that our buddy Richard Skipper is going to be having a fantastic show tonight in New York City, and uh, it is called Richard Skipper Celebrates, and it's at the Triad Theater tonight. So if you you don't have tickets for that, make sure you, uh, you go and check out Richard Skipper. Uh, we, we'll have it on the on the episode page here if you'd like to find out more about that show, and we'll play a little commercial uh, for him as well later on. But I got to tell you, living out here, and we are broadcasting to you from Anguilla, of course, and living out here in Anguilla is a little different, right? I mean, yeah, you know, it's um, I'm not used to this, but we have cisterns for our water. That's right. Here, yeah. so we moved out here in well, we moved into into where we are in January, and. We haven't had a refill, a refill of, our of water since January, and I'm just <laughs> dreading the time that I'm thinking I'm going to be in the middle of a shower, shower. and the water just is gone. I'm going, um, to be, I'm going to be putting gray away in my hair and not going to be able to rinse it or something. <laughs> and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I just got a phone call prior to this going live just now, and they said, hey, we're bringing a delivery right now. So uh, we're, we're looking out the window to see if there's the, the, a truck coming, but we'll... Well, you may hear it. It won't interrupt the loud. show. It will not interrupt the show. But let's, uh, without any further ado. We have a great, great guest today. Yeah, I would like to introduce my guest or our guest. Uh, you know, Michael Feinstein calls our guest a rare combination of artist, archivist, and arranger. And her show, Get Happy, Judy Garland, 1944 to 1954, will be her New York City debut on June 3rd at Feinstein's 54 Below along with pianist Jason Aquila. Is it Aquila? Mm-hmm. Aquila. Yes. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, we would like to present to you Joan Ellison. Joan, it's wonderful to have you on the show. <laughs> Hello. It's wonderful to be here. How are you? Um, I'm well, I like those applause. <laughs> I love that applause. What was that, a sound cue, or was that live? No, yes. we, no we actually have a, we have a small audience here. To, to, to say hi, everybody. <laughs> hello, hello. Well? Hello. So, yeah. Well, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm well, thank you, and, and congratulations on getting your water delivery. Boy, that's a, that's a problem <laughs> I wouldn't have, have thought about with all the water around you everywhere. I, I, I know, mean, right? of Anguilla and there's just water everywhere. It's it's, it's a big water. deal. It's yeah, a big it's deal. Water. Well you know it's it's funny because water is hard to come by here because we're actually considered a desert. We really we rarely get rain really? here. So it's yeah, it's interesting. They have we have big oh. desalinator process on the island, so the water that we do receive has to be treated. So it's 
it's a big deal. <laughs> These things that you take for granted and you never you never think about them. And, and oh, that must have been a, a shock when you when you moved there to find out how so all that things. works. Yes, because you know when you vacation here, it's it, everything will be provided for you by the resort that you're staying at, or right. the, you know where you're vacationing. So you don't have to worry about those things. But when you become a resident, then there's some some differences that you have to factor in. But I guess that would be anywhere. You know, we look at it like perhaps it's considered living off the grid in some respects. Because I know that yeah. you know we we sometimes feel like that. <laughs> I always have bad air days. So. <laughs> That is oh, true, right? I, me too. Oh, you're agreeing I that I have, I, I, I have bad hair days too, but mine's a lot shorter, so that's okay. Though. <laughs> yeah. So, Joan, let let we have yeah. to ask you a few questions here. Well, first of all, okay. we know that you're going to be we're, you're going to be having a um your your New York City debut uh, in June. Yeah. But uh, that's but, amazing. But here's the thing, you're not new to this business. You've been in this business for quite a while, right? I've been slogging away for a long time, you know, as as many people do. Um, so um and 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 working on this kind of repertoire well it's really something that i loved as a child and sort of came back to after my classical oberlin conservatory training um so wow. uh, then you know since then i've i've been working on on that um but uh yeah it's uh, the the new york the new york city thing is just uh, i'm still sort of uh surprised by it all so um it's exciting. Absolutely. I think it's great. I think you're going to go over very well there. And I got to oh, ask yeah. you, you know, we've been doing, a, we always do research on our guests uh, and we've been doing a lot of listening to your, to your recordings and watching your videos. I got to ask you, so when you do Judy Garland, um, uh-huh. are you mimicking in any way or is that you? Is that your voice? Is that the way you sing normally? Uh, um, that's an interesting question because um uh, Judy Judy Garland was my first vocal influence. Uh, my parents got me the I'm going to date myself here, but they got me the album of The Wizard of Oz when I was about two, and um, that was how you know I thought that Over the Rainbow that's what singing is, and so that really um, defined singing for me. So it's a very it goes back very, it goes very deep for me and very early um, hearing Judy Garland sing. Right. That said, um, I've made a study when I started doing this project in 2009 and thought, okay, I've loved her forever. I'm going to just, you know, it's daunting to take on Judy Garland because sure. I, for my money, she's the greatest singer of the 20th century and right. certainly the greatest female singer. And, um, you know, to take that on is like, what are you nuts? Um, so, but I, I just felt that I, I needed to do it. And um, so basically I am getting as close to what she's doing with her voice um, as I can with mine, which is a little bit different than impersonating somebody where you're maybe accentuating the right. idiosyncrasies a little bit. Um, right. So, or, you know, or contorting a little bit more to sound even more like them. So, I mean, we have a lot of vocal similarities. I grew up listening to her, and I'm trying as hard as I can to basically do what she does. But then when I sing the songs live, I'm trying to act them live and in the moment like she did. And so Great. it will vary a bit. Um, does that does that kind of answer that? Sure, sure it does. Absolutely. And, yeah. 
you know, and it's funny because Blanca and I were discussing your photography, all the pictures of you. Which it, your your photography is beautiful. We oh, really, thank you. I'll pass it really, on to please do because it's just gorgeous. It's really glamorous and beautiful and uh, really perfect for the music that you're that you're performing. It's it's lovely. Thank you so much. Yeah, that that was very uh, welcome. It, it gave me a new respect for um, film stars of the time. We were going yes. for a little more of a film star style of lighting, and Beth said, "Oh my goodness, this is going against all the modern things I've been taught about lighting, where you don't want to get shadows on a portrait." And, and so, like, we used key lights. So there's, and if you move your head even just a tiny bit. You, you get really odd shadows, so you really right. can't hold the position. And it was it, it just gave me a new respect for for you know those stars who did those glamour shots. And I sure. mean, they, it's it's grueling actually to just have to hold in <laughs> place like that. So <laughs> right. surprisingly, yeah, right. But they're lovely. They're lovely, and it just perfectly suited for this for this uh, genre of music that you're. Um, that you're performing, we're really excited for you. And boy, oh, we do wish you. we could see your debut. <laughs> you know, we're just <laughs> wonderful. We love Judy Garland. We we just love oh, her. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, I I um I loved hearing. I have to say, you're you're watching and hearing your video of Unforgettable on YouTube. <laughs> I think it was on YouTube. Oh, thank, thank you. The you. two of you are so adorable. And you know, I have sung for years with my husband and. I just one thing I thought he's going to kill me for this, but um, one I hope he's not listening. But one, one, oh, no. one thing you I, know he's listening. <laughs> yeah, he probably you is. You know he'll be listening. <laughs> the one thing is you you two were sharing that mic so so beautifully, and they were they for those of you who haven't seen this, they they had a uh-huh. handheld mic and there was only one, so they were you know sharing it back right. and forth, and they had their little faces in front of it. We um have often um, done cabaret shows together and when we do them as like a retro radio style show, which the one I'm doing is not, but um, in the past we've done those, we've used a, one of those old um, like an RCA great. 44 yeah. reproduction, the big, Love that. big microphone and mm-hmm. it's on a stand and he, <laughs> he just, you know, somehow it's just instinctual. He just sort of pushes me. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's that's no, just vintage heels trying to like keep myself in front of the microphone it's like a shoving match so yeah. every every sound person we've ever worked with is like oh my gosh it's like it's like a wrestling match oh wait a second wait we have a caller it's mark flanders okay. on the line mark flanders would oh, you like no. to say i'm no, just kidding no, i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, no, he's not. <laughs> Good. No, he's not. No, no we're he's not. Just teasing. Not, not yet. Anyway, no, that's so funny. You know, I. It's, well, look, it's it, that's probably a guy thing. I. No, I think it's a husband thing. It's a husband thing. <laughs> really? Thing. You probably. Yeah, you probably. Oh yeah, because you seem to be on with us in that mic. He called me up. I what? didn't even know that we were going to be singing that song with a big band. So here I am sitting oh down gosh. having a cocktail, and uh, he called me up out of the audience, and I'm sitting there in the middle of sipping my Cosmopolitan and in my heels as well. And, you know, the, the whole thing with the alcohol and heels don't mesh well. So I really was no. taking my time getting up there. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know if you noticed, I kind of had to hold on to him a little tightly because of the teetering effect. So. Hey, that's why I called her up. That's why I called her up. He was really using Aww. that against me. Aww. 
It overrode Love. the better judgment, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. So I, uh, I make well, a point that don't charming. drink when I l- listen to his shows. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now you've been for Warren, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. No, I, I'm glad. Well, thank you for that because we're yeah, glad really you appreciate sweet. the uh, the video. And you know, yes, we were working with a big band, but tell us, you you've worked with symphonies, right? Oh my goodness, that's so exciting! It is exciting. I have to say that that um, the first the first time I got to sing um, over the rainbow um, in a new arrangement I had done for me um, was at, it was at Severance Hall. Uh, which is a beautiful hall where the Cleveland Orchestra plays here in Cleveland, and I was singing with the Cleveland Pops Orchestra, who I've sung with for years. And they, wow. um, so we had we had this you know new arrangement of Over the Rainbow, and to sing that, I think we had seventy musicians on stage. Wow! It, it was overwhelmingly emotional for you know it's it, because you feel like you're in the middle of your own MGM musical. It's, it's yeah. you know, and having watched so many of those, it's, it's just. Um, it's just it floored me. I mean, it was all I could do to just get through the song. So. What a thrill, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a huge boy, oh, thrill. Um, it's just a, it's a huge thrill. I, I mean, I I adore singing with big bands too, although I don't get the chance to do it very often. But um, I'm thinking about thinking about maybe a next cabaret show might have a band. So um, you know, if I did Judy's later work, um, that was the right. more you know, swinging 50s, 60s stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think it kind of calls for that, so at least a, a little big band. Now, how many how many pieces was your band? That was 18. Oh, that's big. That's big. Yeah, because we were doing mostly, it was mostly a Sinatra, uh, Sinatra evening, mm-hmm. so we were doing mm-hmm. a lot of those tracks. Um, you need but, it, yeah. yeah. So, but boy, mm-hmm. a symphony with the strings and, and all that, boy, there's nothing like that. There, yeah, uh, it's it's really <laughs> it's really great. So yeah. I've been yeah, and so now I have. I mean, I started that was a few years ago, and now I have a full length. I have arrangements for a full length symphony pops garland show mm-hmm. um, that I'm actually going to get to do the entire thing for the first time in March uh, with the symphony. So I'm really oh, excited wonderful. about that, and and also a, a variant on it um, with dancers that the Cleveland Pops is putting together. Um, called Gotta Sing, Gotta Dance in in January at a Sinatra Garland thing in Bemis Bay, Bemis Point, New York. Um, oh, that's wonderful! That's coming up. So there's a there's a, a some finally. I mean, it's it's been, <laughs> it's been quite a haul. Um, you know, just picking arrangements, working with the rangers, getting things done, and then and then you know the economics of orchestras these days. It's just sure. really you got to be sure that you know, it's that whatever you plan on your season is going to draw because orchestras are really hurting, you know, a lot of them financially now. So right. um, it's, it's hard to, to even, you know, get them to get them to look at it. So, um, so right. I'm really, really excited about, about this year. So, well, I, I know um, that it's probably, it's full dedication and hard work on your part to, to, to succeed and get a great show out of it. And, and to make it look that easy. And you it's really worth make it. it look very easy. Ah, <laughs> you do. It, it's very polished. You know, you go right from the piano, you get right up there. It's just hopping from one thing to the other. Oh, well, I want lovely. to. Thank you. I want to say that uh, for those of you that are listening to the show right now, you can call in live and speak with Joan. You can call us at 516-418-5590. And right now we'd like to go to a caller. I believe I know who this is. Is this Richard Skipper on the line? 
I am on the line. How are oh, you? Oh, I'm so glad you called. Well, I want to say, first of all, I am a new fan of Joan Ellison. I just uh, interviewed her for my blog, and uh, I just reading about her, I fell in love with her. I'm letting her know and the world know right now. Uh, I cannot wait to see her on June 3rd at uh, Feinstein's 54 Below. And, you know, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Judy Garland. And what I really love about what Joan is doing is that she is introducing, um, not that anyone really needs to be introduced to Judy Garland, because I can't think of another artist that has been in the consciousness of everyone almost our entire lives. And it starts with most of us with The Wizard of Oz, and then it carries through. And, you know, and so many people know so much about Judy Garland's later years, and uh, for some god-awful reason, most people want to focus on the tragic side of Judy Garland. Uh, Both, uh, I mean, all three of her children uh, said Judy Garland was not a tragedy. She was um, full of life. Look at her. You know, Judy Garland was uh, 47 when she passed, and look at the body of work she left behind. Uh, Yes. Truly People amazing. can live double that lifetime and not put out the body of work that she right. did. Right. Truly right. amazing. And uh, so I want to commend uh, Joan for all the great work that she's doing and reintroducing this uh, to new audiences, but above everything else, doing it with class and mm-hmm. a style that Judy would be very proud of. Oh, thank you right. so much. Thank that you so, so much. Um, so, so Richard, what are you singing tonight? Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. well, believe it or not, this is very interesting. When I was putting the show together, I'm yes. opening with "It's Today," and because oh, you know, it's been a few years okay. since I've been performing myself, and this yes. is my comeback. And the very first show that I ever did was Mame uh, when I was uh, 13 years old. And no, I did oh. not play Mame or Vera, uh, <laughs> but uh, it was it was my introduction into this wonderful world of theater. And wow. I, you know, so I picked it. Uh, the song, I'm putting my show together, and then I find out that it was 50 years ago last night that MAME had its Broadway premiere. Right. So, oh, really? And, and, you know, your yeah. listeners may know this, and I'm sure Joan knows this, but mm-hmm. uh, Judy desperately wanted to play MAME on Broadway. Yeah. And Jerry yeah. wanted Judy to uh, play MAME. As a matter of fact, Jerry said that when he wrote uh, the score for MAME, he had Judy Garland in mind the entire time. And oh, it's a shame that this, we don't have this on uh, tape, but Judy came in and she auditioned for oh, the powers my. that be and uh, blew them away. But the unfortunate thing, I mean, we're looking at 1966. She was mm. dealing with a lot of personal demons, and right. uh, the reliability factor was mm-hmm. a huge, huge, huge thing. And there was no mm-hmm. one that would put up the backing for Judy, uh, mm. you know, under those circumstances. So it was a huge shame mm-hmm. that she didn't get a chance to do the role. Um, and uh, But Angela Lansbury, and Joan, you'll take it from there, and her connection with <laughs> Judy Garland. Angela Lansbury, well, she was in the Harvey Girls with Judy Garland, so they went way back. I don't know if they went back further than that or not. Uh, no, I think that, well, they were both MGM uh, uh, starlets. Uh, well, Judy was right. a, a real star, but uh, yeah. uh, Angela Lansbury was just 
you know, starting to find her way. And mm-hmm. for your listeners and all of you out there, go and watch this movie because Angela Lansbury is unbelievable. Oh, she's in wonderful this film. in the Harvey Girls. <laughs> and she was 18. Wow. Oh, yes, you know, I forgot how young she was because I remember, you know, the first time I watched it, going to look her up and thinking, oh, I thought she was, you know, much older than she's. She's such a um, an imposing is imposing the right word. I don't know, an intense character in that. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing that she had that kind of presence at eighteen. That's great. Well, I'm going to sit back and listen. Have a wonderful uh, rest of the show. Have a wonderful rest of the day. And I will see you on the 3rd. I'm looking forward Break to it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there. best of luck okay. to you tonight. I know it's going Thank to be a great show. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, absolutely. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. We wish they were Goodbye. there tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Richard's, Richard's fantastic. We love Richard. Oh, do we ever. You know, we're oh, talking yeah. about uh, Judy Garland, and I would like to play for everyone. Uh, you know, I, I asked Joan to send us some of her favorite songs that she has recorded, and um, we have a few here that I'd like to play for you. But the first one we're going to play, and, and you know what I like about these? It's just piano and voice. There's no major orchestration, um, so it's it's the real raw music, and I, I just love it. And what we'd like to do is play this for you. Of course, the Judy Garland classic, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. This is Joan Ellison. Oh, 
You're listening to Michael Massey, broadcasting live from Anguilla. We'll be right back. Richard Skipper is returning to the stage after almost a five-year absence with a brand new show. Richard Skipper, award-winning and critically acclaimed entertainer, theater historian, writer, and publicist, will be celebrating May 25th at the Triad Theater in New York City with an exciting talk variety show format. To commemorate his return, Richard is celebrating May 25th through the years. Who was born on that day? Who passed that day? And other world events. We'll be celebrating Carol Demas on the eve of her birthday, along with Frank Oz, Beverly Sills, Kitty Callan, Leslie Uggams, Dixie Carter. We'll be celebrated, as well as the 50th anniversary of the opening of the Broadway show MAME, the beginning of our moon expeditions, and so much more. To celebrate these great artists of the past, Richard will be joined by some of the greatest artists working in cabaret today such as 2016 Mac Award winner for male vocalist Christopher Lowe, Carol Demas, Wendy Sherrill, Adam Shapiro, Carolyn Montgomery Forant, Leslie Orfino, Daryl Kojak, Gretchen Reinhagen, Carol Skarimbis and Larry Woodard. And be prepared for a very special mystery guest. This will be an event where you never know who you might see and what might take place. So you don't forget, 8 p.m., May 25th, at the Triad Theater, 158 West 72nd Street here in New York. For more information, call 888-596-1027 to purchase tickets. And you're invited to visit richardskipper.com for future announcements. And you can visit their website at triadnyc.com. That's T-R-I-A-D-N-Y-C.com. Experience the Richard Skipper event. He does it right, does it big, and does it with class. You're listening to Michael Massey Live. If you'd like to join the Michael Massey Live show on the air, call area code 516-418-5590. And now, back to the show. And welcome back to the show. You are listening to Michael Mashey Live. And our special guest today is Joan Ellison. And I'm, of course, here with my wife, Blanca. And, Joan, uh, I wanted to ask you a question. You know, we were reading uh, that you not only are a fantastic singer and performer, but you also arrange, right? Yes, I do. I mean, usually for, for piano, um, you know, I don't do the orchestral arrangements myself, but um, but I do do, like, piano reductions of the orchestral arrangements from original recordings, and I've, I've probably okay. done about 300 of those now over the last, I don't know, 16 years. <laughs> um, no, I think I started doing it in 1997, actually. Um, my husband and I were um, were doing a, sort of a first shot at a cabaret show that had, you know, American popular songs done in vintage vocal styles and I we were living in Minneapolis at the time and I we were looking for an arranger to do it for us and everybody was it was it was so expensive we couldn't afford it and I thought okay you know I've played piano since I was four I you know have a master's degree from Oberlin I, I can do this um so I got one of those tape back then it was tapes um and I got one of those tape recorders that will slow things down, the music down yeah. to half speed. 
but it also takes it down an octave. Um, so it's oh. like listening, you know, if you're listening to like Bing Crosby recording, it sounds like he's underwater. And then the, you know, the, <laughs> the orchestra or the piano is like really underwater. And um, so I started transcribing that way. And I think the first one I tackled was a recording of fascinating rhythm from the 1920s with Fred Astaire and his sister. Adele that's a Astaire. tough one. To, wow. That's a tough one to start yeah. with. Yeah, because it was George Gershwin playing the piano with them. Right. So it was not easy. And I, I don't know what I was thinking, but, um, you know, I took it to, uh, there was a, you know, how sometimes just the people you need sort of show up on your path. And I, I we were living in Minneapolis and there was the radio show Prairie Home Companion. And I'd heard the pianist, the ragtime pianist, Butch Thompson on there. And he was living in Minneapolis. And I thought, okay, we're here. I'll see if I could get a lesson with him. And I took in the transcription. I think it was that one, or it might've been Shaking the Blues Away, which was another kind of early, early one. And and he said, he listened and he looked at my transcription and he said, yeah, you can do this. That's it. And that was it. I, wow. You know, I <laughs> but, um, That's great. So many years later, the tools are much better now. Um, you know, you don't have to take it down an octave and it's digital and, and I can lose things and it's, it's just much better and easier and I've gotten better at it. But it's still really um, time-consuming and a labor of love. So I did, um, for this, this show, I even with a huge backlog of garland arrangements, most of them were pre-1944. Um, so I did, I think, 16 new arrangements for this. Um, and wow. I thought, and I and and uh, I was, um, how did this happen? I, I booked the show in December, and I was preparing to play Judy Garland in the musical The Boy from Oz down in Naples, Florida, uh, mm-hmm. this past winter. And we were going to be down there for a month um, in sort of mid-January to mid-February, which is like, how can you pass that up? So um, I thought, oh, I'll take my keyboard with me. I'll have my days free. No, no time. You know, I was really, (laughs) no, because we put this show together in nine rehearsals. And I don't know, you know, it's a full Broadway musical. I'm not sure how I thought that I was going to have free time because, of course, when when I wasn't there, I needed to be practicing choreography and, you know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was tourist season in April, so it takes 45 minutes to get anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So I came back um, the end of February, and I had um, five weeks to do all these new arrangements before the show premiered in Cleveland. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was. Oh my uh, goodness. <laughs> it's been 16? a little crazy now. <clears throat> no. What? How many arrangements before yeah, you had to be? I Cleveland? think it was. I think it was maybe 15, well, and then, and then I just, yeah, it was a lot, and, you know, I mean, I, I teach during the day, too, and, and so, yeah, it was it was a lot of time chained. I basically had to chain myself to the, because I, I like to work by hand at the piano, the old-fashioned way, so wow. I chained yes. myself to the piano and just was living on dark chocolate and AeroPress coffee, I mean, <laughs> I actually had to wean myself off it, <laughs> you know. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was just whatever got me through. So, um, so yeah, that, that, uh, and, and that I always gain weight when I'm arranging because I'm just sitting for so long and eating chocolate. So uh, that red dress I had on in that video, I was like, I was poured into that dress. (laughs) You look gorgeous in that dress. It's the chocolate and coffee diet. It works for you. It was lovely. The dress is lovely. Those Those are my big vices. Yes. So, uh, and I will be wearing a different dress actually coming up. I had one made from a vintage 50s pattern. I so. saw the shoes and the hem of that dress oh. on one of your posts. 
absolutely lovely. That one will be more comfortable. It's got a nice holster. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Friends, our, our, our guest today is the wonderful Joan Ellison. And without any further ado, I would like to play another song. This is actually okay. one of my favorite songs, uh, a beautiful song, but not for me. And uh, after the song, we're going to be right back with Joan. But for those of you listening live and would love to talk with Joan, you can call us at 516-418-5590. So, uh, you know, call that number and you'll be able to talk with Joan right now. But for right now, but not for me. What a beautiful rendition. Oh. Great song. Oh, lovely, thank lovely. you. That, that was um, based on a Judy Garland um, radio appearance um, from 1943, and the, the original pianist on that was Ivan Dittmars, who did a lot of studio work back in the day. Wow, really great. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you as well, you know, we're t- we were talking a little bit about your husband. Uh, of, course, of course, we're talking yeah. about Mark Flanders. Now, yes. so he, he's a singer, and does he yeah. play an instrument? He's a pianist, a pianist as well? Well, he plays a lot of instruments, um, but I think he'll be the first to tell you he's more, um, I think his best one is probably guitar. Um, okay. But he trained as an actor, and he was my tap teacher, 
tap dancing, and that's that. Um, we we actually met doing a production yeah. of Grand Hotel. Is that Hotel. how you met? That was my well, next question. Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> I was his music director when we met in a production of Grand Hotel, and he was playing. I don't know if you know that show. It's based on the movie, uh, but he was playing this character, Doctor von Otternschlag, and he had, you know, an <laughs> eye. He'd been like gassed in World War One, so he had like an eye patch and a and a Kane and and um, he was a pretty pretty intense character and um, was you know he uh, this is a family show I don't know if I can say this but he he opened the show sort of putting a tourniquet on his arm and you know pain relief so um, you know it was uh, we'll, we'll, hopefully that will go over Richie's head but um, yeah so. <laughs> So I was music directing, and he would sit at the side of the stage through the whole opening sequence and, and I guess, watch me conduct. Um, so, um, you know, that's we started um, working together after that. He was looking for a new um, tap dancing partner, and, and um, so it turned out to be me. So, that is um, adorable. Yeah, it was, uh, well, it was, he was, actually, he made me cry a lot. Um, he was a very, very strict <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> he made you cry a lot. Yeah, he was like, if you want to do this, you need to, you know, it was like something out of uh, 42nd Street, you know, with Ruby Keeler and what's the director. Right. Um, or or yeah. like the King and I? Like, <laughs> or, or that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, it was, um, yeah, he worked me really hard. <laughs> wow. I, and now, now I always, you know, I have a little leverage because I can say, okay, you better be nice to me, or I'm going to change your keys and email, oh, take them all up, and email them to, to Jason and Cohen. And Michael does that to me too. Yeah. Does There's nothing does. worse than that. <laughs> oh my gosh! You just said you just said what we talk about too. Change my keys. I always love talking with couples to work together because yeah, it's always there's always these stories. <laughs> You yes, relate. absolutely. Oh, oh that's so yeah. great. Oh, yeah, here. You know what? The water delivery in the background. I can hear the water delivery. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this mic is so sensitive. It picks oh, up everything. So funny. Continue you talk. got your I'm delivery? Go. Did you get go your ahead. delivery you of water? Yeah, the, the water delivery arrived. We're just going to open the gate. Marvelous. <laughs> the huge water truck right come in. This is Anguilla, folks. Wow. Yeah. I'm but getting a real taste of the life there. It's just not the You know what? Life. You may be living here someday. It's a beautiful destination, and, <laughs> and I have to say, it's really peaceful. A lot of creative people oh. come here. In fact, we have uh, an author, uh, Dan Brown of the Da Vinci Code. Really? He's oh, a neighbor. Yes, yes, yes. Really? Oh, my I husband love him whistling for the water guy. Oh my gosh. The informal aspect of Michael Michelin. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, water guys, hurry up! Would you? I'm on the air now. <laughs> but I wanted, but I wanted to also ask before I forget because this is really when you're we're talking about how you and your spouse met. It is so sweet, and that's something that is you know really interesting. So he was your tap teacher, or he was looking for a tap partner, and yeah. he was your tap teacher. Yes. Yes, that was that was the um that so we started tap dancing together and then we, you know, did a few more shows where I was music directing because I could get paid to music direct and I could get paid to sing. So actually nobody right. really knew I sang. Um but you know Nobody was, knew you had that gorgeous voice? <laughs> well <laughs> I find that hard to I mean, believe. 
Well, I mean, you know, I was looking for work. You know, you know how it is when you're a musician yes. and, you know, you need to work. So, um, yes. So that's what I was doing. And um, actually, being a music director was not really my path. It just sort of made me an unpleasant person, I think. So anyone anyone who works with me back there will then will probably probably think, yeah, <laughs> she, she was a stickler. But, um, but uh, you know, and I was just out of college. And, you know, sometimes when you're just out of college, you feel like you have things to prove. Whereas I, I think at the age I am now, it's like, okay, you know, I... I am who I am, and yeah. So, um, so anyway, I don't know how I got off on that. So, where were we? That's adorable. <laughs> so he was, so he was your tap teacher, and right. then he, you said that you were crying a lot because he was so difficult with you. When okay. did it improve? Uh, well, um, we let's see. What I, I, okay. So, in the interest of full disclosure, I was married to somebody else at the time. I got married very young. We had that situation um, too. Okay. Okay, so you can relate. So, um, you know, I was just barely turned 21 when I got married the first time. And, it, you know, it just, it, that fell apart, and then we started dating. So, um, you know, it was sort of a, a cry, it was like sort of a, pretty much as soon as I said we were getting divorced, he made the first move. So. You know what? Isn't that how it works, though? Michael and what? I worked together for seven years as platonic friends, and I didn't mention to him that I was getting divorced, and it traveled through oh. the grapevine that I was getting divorced. And he said, "Ah, oh, Blanca, I'd love to meet with you." Um, you know, after after my gig, he was performing uh, at a public venue, but I couldn't make it. So he and I met uh, at a at a restaurant, and I said, "But mm-hmm. isn't your wife going to be rolling her eyes, saying, why on earth are you meeting that woman at, at this hour?'" And he said, "Well, I want to mm-hmm. talk to you about that. I'm getting a divorce." And I, Oh my goodness! So yeah, same situation where it's like, okay, okay. let's not waste seven any years time. That you work together. Wow. We we worked together platonically for seven years. It was a beautiful, wonderful working relationship. Sorry yeah. about all oh, well, of that noise in the background. Well, the water truck is the, the brakes are screeching across our our, our driveway. I actually can't hear it very well, but maybe the radio listeners oh, can. Well, I don't I, know. Well. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Mashi. I'm back, Hi. and uh, I just found out we're now doing family therapy show. I'm Sorry. not sure. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Hey, you know what? You know what it is? It's real. It's real stuff. I mean, we all can relate. Real, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, let me. I, you know. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to, it's so loud on our oh side gosh, over here. Really so over here. I'm going to go to another fantastic song of yours, if that's okay with you. Okay, you probably better play a loud one then. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, we're gonna cut our mic off. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's amazing. It's like it takes this guy no, ten okay. minutes just to pull into the driveway. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> all right, but no, no. It, it, back to all seriousness. Here's a fantastic song, a great classic. They can't take that away from me, Joan I love Ellison. This. Love this.
my dream. 
I love it. That's beautiful. Ah, thank you. That is one of my favorite songs, and you know, whenever I perform that, I do it much. I do it like real fast, but I love the way you do that. Very it's, it's nice. Just, oh, thank you, know. you. That's also based on a Garland radio performance, and it's one of the first performances of that song, I think, in public. So, um, and that was two pianos. You could probably tell on yeah. that recording, um, which was. That was a crazy arranging task because the the whole retrophonic Gershwin album that we made, except for a couple of songs, was for two pianos. And um, boy, listening to those old recordings and trying to figure out who was playing what. I can sure. Jigsaw puzzle. Um, so, but it's it's awfully. Have you ever worked with two pianos, Michael? No, I ha- actually I haven't. Yeah, it's um, it's really it, it's sort of like um. It gives you more, you know, because one person can do the rhythm and one person can then, you know, do something else. And, and it, it's sort of like singing with it. It's sort of like there's a train going here, you know. So yeah, fun. yeah. It's fun. It's really fun once you get it going. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Now, now, so tell us more about the show, uh, the Judy Garland show that you're going to be doing uh, in New uh-huh. York. So um, now in that show, I, I don't want to give any secrets away, but are you right. going to play piano in that show? Uh, yeah, I, um, a little bit, um, yes, I'm, we're doing, um, sort of the, the takeoff of the arrangement of I Love a Piano from the film Easter Parade, um, which, which was a player piano in the film, and then, um, then orchestra comes in, but in the interlude, um, of the orchestration, we're doing it for four hands piano, so I will, I will sing beginning, sit down, and play um some some kind of fancy stuff and then stand up and finish the song so that that's uh that i and i'll be playing a little bit on i wish i were in love again also but really jason uh. takes the lion's share of the the playing and and um you know he's 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 great because i i often write some really difficult things and he just you know he's like no drama jason i put you know you put music in front of him he's like okay okay great <laughs> so, right Oh, no drama? That's fabulous. <laughs> I like to keep the drama on the stage, yes. So, yes, yeah, he's wonderful yes. to work with, yeah. So. And, and is the show mostly uh, the music of Judy, or is it also accompanied with the, with the storyline of Judy's life? Yeah, it's a it's storyline. That's a very interesting decade for Judy. We, we, um, we'll start with the, uh, the trolley song and um, then go from there where, you know, she was at the height of her – film stardom at MGM in 1944 and then there's a transition in there where she gets fired from MGM right um yeah and then um has to sort of reinvent herself as a concert artist and so it's she really rises out of the ashes with this long time you know the studio the MGM studio system I mean it was her her life and then all of a sudden she sort of cut loose and what do you do next and what's the next chapter and you know she had a family to support too yeah um so so you know she just she just really took the ball and ran with it and then really said i i'm gonna misquote her here but something about um returning to the stage she said it was like breathing again um because you know Mm. that knowing that people still wanted her to hear her sing um, and and getting to do it, you know, she's legendary for connecting with her audiences. But of course, all that time she was working at MGM, she was just basically singing for a camera or lip syncing right. for a camera. Um, right. So right. you know, this was really kind of threw her a lifeline, and she found this whole second chapter with her television show. You know, that came afterwards. But 
um, all her concert work, the Carnegie Hall concert. So that all happened in the early 50s. So, oh, now right. I'm hearing the truck. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, and, and you could hear our son in the background saying, I I'm, hate that. I'm so sorry. It's, it's like, it's crazy. You know, I, I didn't think of this before uh, we, we scheduled this show with you, but, you know, back in Florida, I have a very, very dear friend who used to come to see me perform all the time, but he was actually Judy Garland's attorney. And he has so really? many, yeah, he has huh? so many stories about Judy. You know, I actually, you've just, you know, inspired me. I got to call him um, and maybe get him on for a show along with you. Oh, and yeah. that I would be really interesting, you know? That would I would be awesome. love to hear that. You know, her, Yeah, he um, has some great stories. Yeah, that would be, that would be fantastic. I, when I, when I did Boy From Oz down in Naples, um, at this wonderful theater called Theater Zone, they um, one of their board members is Paul Phillips, and he was the longtime stage manager at the Palace Theater in New York. And so I got to meet him, and he had the most wonderful stories about Judy. I mean, it, you know, it's just it, and it was you know it brought tears to my eyes getting to you know sit next to him and hear him tell these stories, uh, and you know it was just um, wonder. I love I love to hear them so. <laughs> Yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting. You know, it's I've always said to everybody that I was born in the wrong era because, the, yeah. you know, all that music of that time. There's just something so special about it, and yeah. it'll never go away. It'll always be with no. us. Um, no, you know, no. you think of the music that's today. Look, there's there's quite a bit of great music that's out there, but I don't see it yeah. um, 50 years from now having that that wonderful sound as the music that you're doing. And you know, the, yeah. it, I think it's I, um, special. I think it's really um, sort of America's golden age, sort of like Shakespeare was England's golden age. I think it's our yeah. sort of America's uniquely American um, contribution yeah. to the world of art. You know, if that doesn't sound too pompous, but um, it just really was a golden age. And, and I mean, there are people writing now who are wonderful songwriters too. Um, and many of them were, were really inspired by that. But I, you know, I teach, I teach college students and, and high school students mm-hmm. and, and, you know, people sometimes ask, you know, how do you make this relevant for them? It's like, you know what, when they hear this stuff, they always respond. Yeah. Um, when they, when they hear songs from, when they get to work on a song from the American popular songbook, it's just a matter of, you know, making sure that, that they hear it, you know, so. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think good well, music is good music. And they, you know, every, you know, if they're, if, they're open to it, but they'll respond to it. You know, and speaking of Judy, like you said, she was just a powerhouse. Just oh, everything yeah. about her, you know. She just even even when you hear her her music today, it's uh, it it, mm-hmm. uh, it brings such emotion. She just really really was wonderful. Yeah, but, that tremendous think life force she had just yeah reaches out, and the joy she had in singing, I think, is always there. Joan Ellison is our guest today. If you'd like to call in and speak with Joan, you can call 516-418-5590. Right now we're going to take a break, and then we will be back with more with Joan Ellison. We'll be right back. Hi, friends. This is Michael Mashey from Michael Mashey Live, and let me tell you about the Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa. This five-star resort has everything you could possibly imagine to make your vacation truly memorable. The Infinity Pool is situated at the center of the resort and has spectacular views of the Caribbean Sea and the mountains of St. Martin. Cuisinart has Anguilla's only golf course, a $50 million Greg Norman Signature Design Championship course. Enjoy a variety of rejuvenating treatments at the beautiful Venus Spa. Now, if you're like me and my family, we love the beach. A beautiful two-mile stretch of Rendezvous Bay, and it's been voted the number one beach in all of the Caribbean. 
Cuisinart has its own hydroponic farm, and it supplies almost all of the ingredients for all of their restaurants. The cherry tomatoes, oh, they're as sweet as candy, and they're a guest favorite. Now, of course, Cuisinart features five fabulous restaurants. Enjoy daily complimentary breakfast at Cafe Med. You can enjoy a fabulous lunch while your toes play in the sand at the Beach Shack. For dinner options, enjoy Italian. Overlooking the golf course and the night skies of St. Martin, this restaurant serves traditional Italian dishes prepared by Chef Biagio Longo of Italy. Enjoy Tokyo Bay, Anguilla's first authentic Japanese restaurant, culinary artistry by Chef Joe, and beautiful views of the Caribbean Sea in a sleek, seductive setting. Our fifth dining option is Le Bistro at Santorini. It's the resort's acclaimed AAA four-diamond restaurant, and it features classic cuisine prepared by executive chef Jasper Schneider with a modern twist and focusing on farm, land, and sea specialties. All of the entertainment at Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa is provided by their director of entertainment, Michael Maschi. Hey, that's me. Go to www.cuisinartresort.com and check out all of the fabulous summer promotions and package deals that Cuisinart has to offer. You know that you deserve a vacation of a lifetime. And to do that, come on out here to the Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa. Make your reservations by calling 264-498-2000. That's 264-498-2000. And tell them Michael Mashey told you to call. I'm Stefan Zaharia, general manager of Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa. And you're listening to Michael Mashey Live. You're listening to Michael Massey Live. If you'd like to join the Michael Massey Live show on the air, call area code 516-418-5590. And now, back to the show. And we are back and we are live with Joan Ellison. We're broadcasting to you here from Anguilla in the British West Indies. And uh, Joan, are you having a good time with us today? <laughs> I, I'm loving talking with you. I, I, I would like to just hang out with you all. <laughs> We feel the same way. We, we, there should be a meal involved. We should have lunch together. Let's well, do that. I would love that. I really would. We are thoroughly enjoying having you as a guest as well. And I, I am going to be playing one more song, uh, song of yours. But uh, before we do, uh, your show, once again, let's remind everybody, it's June 3rd, correct? Yes, it's uh, Friday, June 3rd at 9.30 p.m. at Fine Signs 54 Below. Okay, and let's tell everybody it's joanellison.com is your website as well. Yes, yes. And will you have uh, ticket information on your website? Yes, uh, you can go to the um, e- uh, the events page, and there's a there's a link. Okay, okay, okay. that sounds great. Yes. Yeah, so, um, and and your your website is wonderful. Um, very, oh, it's chock full of information and some great videos, and it's it's really really nice. So again, that's joanellison.com. Um, but but I, right now I'd like to play one more song of yours before we run out of time. Um, I love this song. This is another great song. I've got rhythm, or I got rhythm. This is Joan Ellison singing <laughs> for you. Days can be sunny with never a sigh. Don't mean what money.
Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I love that song. I know. I got to ask you, did you play piano on that at all, or was that someone else? Oh, no. Oh, it was two pianists, two wonderful pianists, uh, Jody Ritchie and then Jason Aquila again. Oh, okay. And, okay. and um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that one was, uh, thank goodness I don't have to play the arrangements I write. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love I that sound. I, it's just yeah. such a throwback, you know. Yeah, I just love it. love it. Love it, love it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, and Joan, it's been wonderful having you on the show. And uh, we just wish you the best of luck on all of your shows and anything that you're doing in the future. And, and be sure to let us know about it. Yeah. And we'd love to help you promote in any way that we can, okay? Thank you so much. I'm so grateful that uh, that I found <laughs> you and that that, uh, that you had me on the show. And it's it's just been such a pleasure, and, and I appreciate it so much. And I'd, I'd actually rather rather interview the two of you because you have such interesting interesting backgrounds in in uh, in showbiz and and in music. It's, uh, I'm very curious to sort of hear more about that. So um, hopefully sometime uh, we can do that. Maybe I can interview you. That would be wonderful. Well, maybe you could come and and visit with your husband, and we can enjoy having a frozen mojito on the beach. Marvelous. And talk about it. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> yes, we would love to have you and your husband come over here. The Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa is absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, we yeah. live a short distance away from it. I mean, we Marvelous. would love to have our friends visit us, you know, uh, to experience this. And, and obviously it would be a fun place for you and him to get away after maybe after it your show. Like it really is. It really is. Except for that water delivery, you know. <laughs> but that doesn't happen every day, just every few months. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, it was drama, right? It couldn't happen happen any other time, just right during the show. That's how it is. But the show truly must go on. The show went on, right? It did. It did. You didn't see us taking off our mics and taking off our headgear and running outside and waving them out and not not to knock over our fence. Yeah, right? Oh, my goodness. And trying to catch our breath before we had to sit back down and be composed. But, Joan... Thank you again. You are you so a delight much. to have on the oh, show. Oh, wonderful. And you are truly a friend of the show, so you are invited to call in any time and, uh, oh, and chat, or chat with us. We love that. And we want to thank Richard Skipper for calling oh, yes, in as well. Thank you so much, Richard. Yeah, Richard. Thank you for calling Good in. Good luck tonight. Of, yeah. Now, you're not in New York now, are you? No, she's in no, Cleveland. No, I'm in Cleveland. Right oh, because yeah. I would say you're going to go to the could, show. I wish I were because I would love to go to Richard's show at 7 o'clock tonight at the Triad. So, yeah. I yep. know. Yep. It's going to be a great show, and we wish him the best of luck. And uh, yeah. hopefully we'll be able to chat with you again soon on the yes, show. Yes, yes. Thank you. In the meantime, um, enjoy your water. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, now we can take showers with the confidence that, you know, we won't Wonderful. be mid-shower and, and have to <laughs> dunk ourselves in the pool. So, Good. Wonderful. Thank you, Joan. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk soon. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Joan. She's a delight. Oh, sweetheart. Sweetheart. What a talented lady. And just, she arranges all of those beautiful songs. It's just amazing. It amazes me because it's so technical. Well, I got to tell you, originally the reason why we started this radio show was because, yes, we're entertainers, but I also know that it's difficult as an entertainer to get uh, good promotion, uh, or, if, or even to get on a radio show. Or to speak with people that have that understanding of what it is that you That's do right. as an entertainer, as a musician, as a, a, a you know, artistic person. That's right. And, I, and I'm glad that we have this platform because we've been able to interview some, some wonderful people. 
and uh, you know, especially today was was one of them. I mean, yeah. Joan Joan is fantastic, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a it's just a joy to be able to do this. Um, and any of you out there that are promoting shows or uh, you want you have a illustrious career, you're more than welcome to be a guest on our show. It's very simple to uh, to contact us. You just go to michaelmashylive.com and. Uh, yeah, that was our son, MichaelMashyLive dot com, and there's a a form on there that says uh, request to be a guest. Um, so we are we are always looking for interesting people, whether you're an entertainer, and it's not just limited to entertainers. We like uh, to talk with business owners or those of you that maybe are, have written a book. We're hopefully, you know, I'm really hoping that uh, in the near future we'll get Dan Brown uh, as a guest. And if Dan is listening, because he does like to support this island too. He does. And he's a friend. I actually have seen him uh, a couple times over here at the Cuisinart. Uh, of course, if you don't know who Dan Brown is, he's the author of uh, Angels and Demons. The Da Vinci and Code. The Da Vinci Code. So he would be a very interesting guest as well. But, uh, but no, we really thank Joan Ellison today yes, and Joan, uh, thank you so much really just very special love thinking of uh, you know the, the beautiful music and the arranging that you do and thinking that we need to take, take a trip and go visit these these shows ourselves well let me tell you something you know we were talking the other day after uh, speaking with Richard and, yeah. and speaking with Penny Fuller the other day and, and now Joan be really nice to get to we get off. time off we're going to be yeah. we're, we're off the island uh, in September for about six weeks and we are really, really, really contemplating taking a trip up to New York because uh, I'd like to meet all these people face to face and see would. some shows. You know, there's nothing like New York City. And oh, I, a smile on my face that I, you know, I can't take off right now. It's just smiling. That's what New York does. <laughs> you know, yeah. the theater does that to you. Our creative people do that. Creative people. <laughs> but it's funny. Joan Ellison actually called in. She was a caller on a show. I believe it was the show that we were doing with Richard Skipper. Yes. And she called in just to say hello and, and you know, to, to say have some couple questions with Richard and that's how, and that's another great part of the show because we get to meet people yeah. that we wouldn't normally meet. And uh, boy, are we glad we met her. And, and yeah. just, just a wonderful show today. Folks, that is it. Blanca, thank you so much for another great show. Of course, uh, you know, thank you so much again for having me and involving me in this. I appreciate that so much. And all of the sound effects with the water <laughs> truck. Look. When this show's over, I'm going out there and giving that, a piece of my mind, let me tell that, you. That was thrown in for free for you, oh okay? Oh, my gosh. I can't, I, t- terrible timing. I can't worst, worst timing ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we love Anguilla. Yes, yes, we do. We love Anguilla. And, you know, I really shouldn't close the show without – without. now, we what? did do a commercial about Cuisinart. Um, but I do want you to know that, uh, that Cuisinart, I am the director of entertainment here at Cuisinart, and I do perform here nightly at different venues here. But um, At Cuisinart Resort. Definitely take a look at CuisinartResort.com. It's C-U-I-S-I-N-A-R-T, resort.com. you got to check this place out. We're one of the members of the leading hotels of the world. Uh, it's on the, the best beach in the Caribbean. The Rendezvous Bay is voted the number one beach in the Caribbean. That's mm-hmm. saying something because yes, the Caribbean is beautiful. But, um, <laughs> no, the Cuisinart Resort is just an absolute wonderful place. You've got to check out the website. Take a vacation here, even if you've never heard of it. I promise you, you'll have a fantastic time. And also, we're going to be opening the new Reef Resort, well, the Reef by Cuisinart. That's, that's going to be happening in uh, November. We have a beautiful golf course. And, uh, and also, Cuisinart was so wonderful to work with me on a special promotion. 
a special Michael Mashey promotion for Cuisinart. Uh, I don't want to say the uh, the entire uh, special over the over the air, but if you go to MichaelMasheyLive.com, you will see that promotion. Check out the Cuisinart link. You'll see that, and uh, I believe it's eighteen hundred dollars for five days, four nights per person, and that includes free dinners. It includes some discounts on golf and. Complimentary you, breakfast. You, complimentary breakfast every day. Or in-room dining. And in-room dining. And I will breakfast. tell you, you've yeah. never stayed at a, a more beautiful place. It really is amazing. You just steps away from the most beautiful beach, one of the most beautiful beaches in the world, as far as I'm concerned. But um, but that's enough for me. Um, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Be sure to check out my website. Once again, michaelmashylive.com. You can listen to all of our past shows, and you can also see the shows that are going to be coming up in the near future. But once again, Blanca, thank you again. Of course. My and pleasure. Uh, we will see you on the next broadcast. Thank you so much, folks. And thank you, Joan Ellison. Thank you, honey, for a great show. Sure. Thank you. You've been listening to The Michael Mashey Show. If you'd like to promote your business or upcoming event, contact the show at info at michaelmasheylive.com. Go to www.michaelmasheylive.com to follow the show and receive email notifications when we're going live with future shows. Share this website on Facebook, Twitter, and email. You can follow Michael on Twitter at at Mike and Anguilla or on Facebook at Michael Mashey Live. Join us for our next broadcast. Ciao for now.